Let's uh, go again to the uh, book of James, uh, James uh, chapter 5, the last book of James, and uh, starting in uh, verse uh, 10, starting in verse 10, just uh, 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 two verses there. It says, take, take, my brethren, the prophets who have spoken in the name of the Lord for an example of suffering affliction and of and of patience behold we count them happy which endure ye have heard of the patience of job and have seen the end of the lord that the lord is very pitiful and tender mercy let's pray lord we just pray your blessing upon this word uh for this time that that it would be uh, instructive uh, to us and uh, um, that it would just uh, meet our each and every need, Lord, that your word would just have a free course in, in each one's heart this morning. And and uh, uh, we'll praise you and thank you for it. In your name we pray. Amen. Finishing strong. Finishing strong. That's something I always encouraged my uh, kids, and when they were in school, says, you know, you just, you know, you just finish strong. Just do, just put it all out there. Do your, do your best. Have no regrets, but to uh, finish, to finish strong. When athletes are training and what have you, their goal is to lay it all out there, not to. Not to be half-hearted, but to, but to go through the, the the difficulty and the mental preparedness to to uh, to be able to put it out to be able to put everything on the line uh, to uh, uh, finish strong. And this uh, particular passage here, as uh, as as we kind of touched on. Uh, last week, uh, uh, very very briefly, but we see in in, uh, in 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 James and the the importance of for them to as we looked at last week of to be to uh, to be patient uh, and how to, in in responding to or long suffering in their response to in their response to uh, uh, suffering from. From evil, and uh, and what to do, and here we have this, this these last these uh, la- these, I believe these last couple verses, just kind of just alluding to the fact of of really to finish strong, to know that we can endure suffering and hard the hardships of life, so knowing that we can do it because there are others who have gone on and done it have done it before us. And so just as God worked in their hearts and their lives and that that should encourage us to go the di- to go the distance as well. Anyone who who lives right before the Lord will experience hardships from in from evil because uh the Holy Spirit that is in us and uh, that our desire is to live righteously. We are living righteous, or striving to live righteous, in an unrighteous world, in a in a world system that is unrighteous, and 
uh, there's nothing righteous in this present world whatsoever. And, uh, and so we, we will, and we will uh, suffer hardships from, from time to time as, as, we are, as we know we will do. Uh, 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 not too long ago, when I, when I was in high school, I t- took gym class. And why are you laughing? Anyway, took a gym class, and I was one of those people that I was going to get as many, take as many classes, so I could just kind of coast my senior year and enjoy enjoy life. And that 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 was kind of my uh, immature goal at the time. But anyway, uh, and so I had double gym class, so I wouldn't have to be able to take that gym to take gym my second year or my senior year, excuse me. And so I had two uh, weight training and conditioning classes in, uh, in the same day. And, and I can remember going into that gym class, and the guys would be around, and the question always was, well, how much can you lift? How, how much can you bench? Or how much can you endure? How, much can you, how strong are you? And... And it was this, you know, that, that, that comparison. And for the believer, as we endure sufferings, we begin to find out where our strengths and sometimes our weaknesses are at. But uh, as uh, we're well familiar with the passage over in 1 Corinthians and, and chapter 9, starting in verse uh, 24, Know ye not, or don't you know that they that which run a race run all, but one receiveth the prize? So run that ye may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a, a corruptible crown, but we an uncorruptible, in, excuse me, incorruptible. I therefore so run, not as uncertain, so I fight, not as one that beateth the air. I keep my body under subjection, I keep my body, excuse me, but I keep under my body and bring it unto subjection, lest that by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. To strive to endure for the gospel, that's what the Apostle Paul here is referencing here. Uh, in this particular portion of scripture that we that we just we we um, uh, that we become that we become that we strive and that we are temperate and that word strive is that we are really contending that we are wrestling that we are striving that we are enduring and that we are doing it to obtain to get that incorruptible crown and so therefore I so I run you run, you don't walk, you don't coast, you go run, you put all your heart and soul into it. So um, not as uncertainly, and so fight, fight. And that just really gives a, a kind of a picture there in the Greek of someone who have a boxing type thing. I fight not as one that beateth the air, but keep my body but I keep under my body, I bring it into subjection. And so here you see within this passage of Scripture just the desire of to finish strong, to do well, to, to, um, 
to, uh, if you will, be faithful to the gospel of Christ, to discipline one's body and, and to keep it under subjection, to be used for the, for the uh, praise and honor and, the, and of glory of God as well, at the same time the furtherance uh, of the gospel ministry. And so in the, midst of, in the midst of any trials or sufferings that may come our way, it is about the endurance that the believer has to be able to come out and staying faithful to Christ. To endure shows our commitment, our preparation, and our faith. Um, Cambridge, the Cambridge Bible Dictionary divine, defines it. Uh, and to endure as to experience and to bear something difficult, painful, or unpleasant. As I said before, we live in a fallen world and we experience unpleasant things, we experience painful things, we experience difficult things, but we continue to uh, endure. We don't give up, but we, but we press on that we might finish strong. And that we need to be preparing ourselves now. We need to be preparing ourselves yesterday because we don't know what tomorrow holds. If anybody knows that, it's our church, our church assembly as well. We don't know what tonight's going to bring. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. But what we do know is that you and I need to be preparing for if you're not prepared, just as an athlete, if they just kind of casually, you know, we got the Olympics coming up, I think, uh, pretty quick in Tokyo. They're doing Olympic trials now. But anyway, um, you see, you know, you see these Olympic athletes, they're not there just kind of casually showing up once a month to a gym or to a track or to a swimming pool. You know, uh, Jim or Jim, John's uh, well aware of that kind of training and what's involved. And I'm sure he's heard about these Olympians. They eat and breathe and drink gymnastics. If they're not, you know, sleeping or eating or whatever, they're in the gym or they're in the pool or they're there with their coach and they're in constant training all for that five minutes or all for that three seconds or all for that that moment in time when they're called upon to perform, to endure, that they are able to finish strong and to do well. And we need to be preparing ourselves. Just as an athlete prepares to compete or a soldier prepares for war, it's all about the win. And for believers in Jesus Christ, the battle is ultimately already won. It's ours for the taking. It's all right there. But as we are here, we need to be striving and to be used for the Lord Jesus Christ to be enduring suffering, to be enduring hardness, to be enduring as these believers were doing in, in James and and how they were just uh, getting taken advantage of and being basically treated as slaves having lost virtually everything. And, we, and, so, um, and so that is achieved only by discipline, by discipline. For, we, for the believer must realize, every day, realize that every day that we need to prepare for spiritual warfare in order to endure, to keep our body under subjection 
uh, and the Spirit of God, the preparation that is in prayer and studying God's Word, to how, how you do that will affect your endurance to be that good soldier. But there are times when we are compromised by the things of the world right down to our very flesh. That we're a compromised, if you will, athlete. We are a compromised shoulder. We have, we have, we have uh, uh, gone in cahoots with the enemy. We have allowed things in our life that are, not, that, that are of this world and not of God whether it be the world's entertainment or the world's lifestyle, uh, it seems like each and, each and every like five years is where the, the, the Christian is compromising more and more and more. Things that were done, that are, excuse me, that are being done now that seem to be okay for the believer to do were not okay 30, 50 years ago. And so we find, and we look at the church, the, 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 the gospel preaching church in America and, and the status of it and where it's at, and we see that there is a, ga- a, a gap in, in those going into the ministry and, and whatnot. And why is all that? It's because there's compromise. There's soldiers who have compromised. They have not been preparing well. Not being that good soldier. And then when difficult time comes, there's no difficult time that comes because they're with they're in the kind of split with the enemy. There and so we need to um, be able to follow the example of of Christ. And to be that example to others. So why are we called, why, excuse me, we are, as, we as Christians are called to endure. For 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 4 verse 16 says, For which cause we we faint not. But through our out, the, but though our outward man perish, our inward man is renewed day by day. We don't quit. We we finish. We finish strong, and that's what James is trying to portray in these two verses. That we need to to finish strong. He's encouraging him here. He begins to say, he says, "Take my brother and the prophets." He's saying, "Look at these prophets." Look at these prophets. But before we get into that, I want to address a a couple things here. James addresses this, my brethren. My brethren. Uh, Several times throughout the book of James, you can tell how sincere or uh, or how heartfelt or where he's at by how he begins to address them. We see here in verse 7, he just says brethren, but now he begins to say my brethren, which is a more of a, which is more of a, an endur- an, a, um, a personal thing. More of, more of a personal level here. He's, um, 
And I'm sure, as I'm sure that James knew all too well about enduring trials, for we know that he was, he was uh, one of the pillars in Jerusalem, which made him a clear target for the religious leaders there. The same Jews that, that crucified Christ were still alive and still present when James was in Jerusalem and at the temple. It's not like all of a sudden all the Jews in Jerusalem knew Christ as their Savior. No, that was just a minority of Jews. Even though thousands got saved in, in, in the disciples' ministry, but there were more unsaved Jews and Jews can. Uh, of you know opposing Christ than there were than there were um, for Christ during that time and here James it was a pillar you know uh, proclaiming Christ as you know uh, the Messiah and in his ministry as that pillar and and so that same hatred the Jews had for Christ was the same ha- hatred that they had when James believed that Christ that Christ is the son of the living God and that he had some great, he had some obviously some great influence upon upon the people and as you're well aware of it's uh, said i believe uh, it's talked about in uh, the books of uh, history books with Josephus and the in the the demise of James in his last that uh, he was actually martyred he was actually martyred by a Jew Jewish high priest named named uh, Annas, put, had him put to death. And so by James here, he is uh, telling these believers to, to, look, to look to the prophets, to stay strong, to, to endure. Yet at the same time, I was one, I was, I'm thinking and I'm wondering if he knew more than likely that he was going to die as a martyr for his Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Along with the, along with some of the other disciples, or as long as as he as he, I'm sure he heard of Stephen being stoned to death. And so he says here, "Take my brethren, the prophets who had spoken in the name of the Lord, for an example of suffering and affliction, suffering affliction and of patience." The first word in the Greek in this verse is example. His example. This verse is all about the example. That is the key word in this verse here. It's the way the example is the an example is the pattern, the way one responds to suffering. It is that we want to be that he's calling on them to look at these prophets and look at their their pattern of enduring, of of standing up for what God has called them to do. Look to them, be encouraged by them. And uh, and so we and so to um, as to be an example to see or be that pattern of long suffering by going through uh, by going through suffering it will bring out the one's true character to to see the example of those who have suffered who those who have suffered, who've had tribulations that they endured because they were going through suffering and tribulation, they were strengthened by patience and by their long, by their uh, patience, the long suffering by their faith in God. 
And they were, and they were they're an example to us to live by, even in the Old Testament. The Old Testament was written, what, for our example? To learn from, to heed by. We th- and so, um, uh, in this whole thing, and so we are to be an example of suffering, affliction, and of patience. We we are to, to uh, we are to endure. We are not to react. We are uh, once again to we are to persevere, and that's this that's what this word, as we looked at last week, with this word uh, patience has to do with of that whole thing of being long suffering, is that when we go through suffering affliction that we don't respond with our tongue in anger or frustration or whatever it might be, but we take it patiently. We take it patiently. Uh, We are not to compromise in our anger or anxiety or frustration or not to allow this thing to get underneath our skin. But we are again to endure. At any time we choose to act in our flesh, our our faith is not in God. Our faith uh, in God is not in control. For we are saying, "Okay, this is uh, this is God. You're wrong, and I'm right, and I'm angry, and and may, and I'm right for being angry." No, you might have suffered evil. Maybe at work or at home or whatever it may be, and and but yet we need to to and we need to endure and show the testimony of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so James here he says, look, look, uh, look to the prophets, look to those who God has used, look to those as God has used. These these uh, these were men who who. Uh, God used to proclaim his word as well as to foretell what's going to take place in his name. There was a quality about these prophets of God. One being that they suffered, and two, their long-suffering. Very few of them, there, was very, there, were, there were a few of them, but that actually complained. That actually... That actually uh, Got up, got angry. You think of uh, Jonah being one, and you think of uh, uh, Elisha as the other. And so, um, but for the most part, uh, it's the way that they suffered and their long suffering. They were hated and killed, and they were they suffered for for it. Go over to Second uh, uh, Kings, Second uh, Kings. Second Kings um, uh, twenty two. Second Kings twenty two. Uh, twenty two twenty two and uh, oh, no. maybe it's oh. 
I apologize, I didn't double. And so this, this particular, um, if I can find it real quick or not, but there was a particular incident with the king, and he was looking to go to, ba- looking to, go to battle and wanting a certain way, and he was going, he was going to that particular uh, uh, prophet, and he, he hated him for his response. And um, I apologize for that. That is me. Um, just go over to crazy typewriters, right? Um, let me just go over to sec- First Kings. Well, anyway, they were hated and killed. Uh, they were hated and killed, and in Matthew chapter 23, verse 7, uh, Jesus, Jesus is talking, and he, said, he, to- he tells them how they have, uh, the religious leaders, and how they have, they, have, they, have kill- they have killed the prophets, and so uh, the prophets were not well looked upon. When a prophet showed up at a king's door, it was not usually for good news. It was usually never good news uh, for David. Uh, when uh, Samuel showed up, or the prophet, I believe it was uh, Gad, that showed up and, and bearing him uh, news or what have you, and, and Samuel going even before Saul and, and uh, pronouncing uh, judgment upon his kingdom. And so, but all in all, there were these prophets to look to, uh, we're, we're we're all familiar with Jeremiah. Brother Steve's been been going through had gone through Jeremiah and all that what he went through and all the uh, pain and suffering and and who uh, one who preached the truth and pleaded with the people to repent and being persecuted and actually being uh, thrown into a pit and being left for dead but but another spared him. But anyway, there was that. Then we look at. You know the the uh, endurance or what have you of uh, Hosea the prophet, uh, a man of God with the shame and sacrifice that he endured with his wife being unfaithful. Then then God commanding her, to, God commanding him to go get her and to bring her back. And then we look at the prophet Ezekiel. Probably, and I can't imagine this. I mean, this is only this is of God working in this man's life. But Ezekiel, where God... Let's just go there. Hopefully I got this one right. Uh, Ezekiel. Uh, Ezekiel chapter 24, uh, verse Verse 15, And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, behold, I take from thee the desire, I take away from thee the desires of thine eye with a stroke. Uh, Yet neither shalt thou mourn nor weep, neither shall thy tears run down. Forbear to cry, make no mourning for the dead. Bind the tire of thine head upon thee, put thy or put thy shoes upon thy feet, cover not thy lips, eat not thy bread from men. So basically what this is saying here is that 
the Lord God was taking his wife from him. And um, the Ezekiel's wife, uh, obviously, whom he loved, God took suddenly in death, and God told him, you're not going to be able to, I don't want you to mourn. I don't want you to mourn. And so the endurance that these men had, that these men had and their, and, their, and their commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ, whether it being Jeremiah or Hosea or um, Ezekiel or even, you know, even Daniel, you know, as uh, Brother Steve was uh, this past, Stephen's past week, Daniel in the lines and his faithfulness there. And, uh, um, you know, uh, different men that God has is, is used in their suffering affliction, we can look to them. For if God can strengthen them and they can go through things, the same God can give us strength to, per, uh, to, per, uh, to persevere. And over and uh, turn over with me to First Peter, First uh, First uh, Peter chapter two, First Peter chapter two and verse uh, nineteen. It says there, for this is a for this is thankworthy for, if a man for conscience toward God endure grief suffering wrongfully, for what glory is it, if ye, it, what glory is it if when ye be buffeted for your faults ye shall take it patiently, but if when ye but if when ye do well ye suffer for ye take it patiently, for this is acceptable with God. So that here that in order to please in order to please God in tribulations and the things that we go through, we need to endure it, to take it patiently. To take it patiently. And then as he and then as uh, as Peter continues to go down, he gives that that ultimate example there uh, with with our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. He says here, uh, uh, starting in verse twenty-one, for even for even hereunto ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow in his steps. Who who did no sin, neither guile was found in his mouth. Whom he was reviled, yet reviled not again. That Jesus didn't respond. You know, he didn't he didn't make smart remarks back to the people as he was going. Through you know through the streets of Jerusalem carrying that cross, he didn't smart off to Pilate or to Herod or or to the to the Roman soldiers. He reviled not again. When he suffered, he when he suffered he threat and when he suffered he threatened not, which he could have, by uh, but committed himself that judge that judges righteous judgeth righteously. Who his own self bear our sins on on his own bear our sins on his body on the tree that we being dead to sin should live should live under righteousness by whose stripes ye are healed for ye were as sheep gone astray but now are turned unto the shepherd and bishop of your of your souls and so. Here we see that example that Jesus Christ went to the cross, and He was that perfect example of of patient, of being patient, of that long suffering to endure, 
to the what it truly means to actually to finish to finish strong and then in in uh, uh, back to uh, uh, James uh, James uh, uh, chapter 5 verse 11 says behold we count them happy which endure we can we count them happy we count them to be uh, cont- uh, uh, content at rest, meaning we count them, we pronounce them to be to be blessed for their endurance, for those uh, for those who endured to the end. And why? Because we because here we see in verse eleven, um, towards the end, that the Lord is very pitiful and tender mercy. We we see that that we see of God's mercy and compassion upon those that go through difficult times and and they're an example for us and that we pronounce them to be blessed by God for their endurance because we know that as believers that they are completely relying upon not upon their own flesh upon their own wisdom but the strength of the Lord for those who endured to the end just as these prophets, and we all we are all familiar with with Job, and we'll get to Job in, in, in just a second here. But it says, so why are they blessed, or why are uh, why are they considered blessed, or if you will, happy? We see God's mercy and and compassion upon them in the midst of trial and suffering. Uh, we we know that they are blessed by God, and we count them for it. We should recognize that for them um, because we see God at work in their lives of their service to him. And we, we see the strength that God gave them, the prophets or those in the, those disciples that stood strong for Jesus Christ or what have you. And then as even even in present day, we see believers believers suffering in different regards and and their stand for the believers in this past uh decade that were uh, Christians that were martyred by the hands of ISIS, you know, standing up for their place and their families being killed right in front of them and what have you. Uh, All, you know, just uh, seeing that the strength that God gave them to, 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 to do well, to endure even to death, just as we are able to be counted to be happy, uh, excuse me, happy. In Romans chapter five, we are to over in uh, Romans uh, uh, chapter, uh, chapter 5 and verse 3, it says, And not only so, but we glory in tribulation. We glory in it. Knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. One of the blessings of being that being declared righteous in Christ is that we can glory in tribulation because because uh, we see the nurturing hand of God in our life and that we 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 know we grow through them that one that we that we do we we get some if you will some in uh, um, spiritual muscle if you will or muscle to endure by by learning to be long-suffering or to be patient 
We wonder why God has to go through the things that we do is to be to learn long-suffering or to learn patience. And then two, it says their experience, not that experience to be building character and to becoming stronger. And then hope that we begin, that we, that through these tribulations is that when we see the promises of God working in and through for without tribulation in our life there would be no growth there would be no character building we would not see the promises of God in our life and so again we see here we as we see here um in in Romans chapter 3 but that's why we glory in tribulation we glory in tribulation to have a testimony of being blessed to having to, to having to having that uh, endurance um, to as it says here in uh, in in James we count them happy which have endured which have endured that word endure endurance meaning to be patient in all things in J- and uh, turn over with me to second uh, Timothy. Uh, Second Timothy. Uh, Second Timothy chapter two. You're well. I'm sure you're well familiar with this. Very familiar with this verse. But anyways, it says here in verse one: "Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that that is in that that is in Jesus Christ or Christ Jesus, and that the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be teach all the." who shall be able to teach others also. Thou, therefore, because of that, endure hardness, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ, to soldier on, to be that good, that good and faithful soldier. And what's a criteria of that soldier? Verse 4, that no man that warreth, no man that goes to battle, no no believer that puts on the full armor of God entangleth himself with the affairs of this life. That he may plead, why? That he may please him whom he hath chosen to be a soldier. To please Christ, that Christ has chosen you to be a soldier. To be soldiers, to endure that hardness. In order to endure that hardness is that we are not to be entangled with the things of this world. And yet so many times we find ourselves entangled in this world and and we have a hard time enduring as God would have us to endure. But anyway, to endure hardness as as a good soldier. In Second Timothy, well, we're right there anyway, chapter 4 and verse 7, I have fought a good fight, I have finished my course, and I have kept the faith to finish strong as the apostle paul exhorts timothy there
Oops. So we just uh, quickly we look at Job, a man of endurance, who a man we count happy because of his patience, uh, the things that he suffered. He suffered greatly in all of areas of life, as we're so well aware of. Is that God? As God gave permission to test uh, Job's faith, Job's life changed in a in a matter of minutes. As things happen in our life, that things can happen in minutes. Job was enduring, uh, enduring the faith during those times of tribulation. He had some weak moments, but overall he endured, and God blessed him for it. His life, his life, he never, in his life, he never let go of his faith. He had an inner resolve that that he wouldn't quit, and uh, there are many verses that that God gives us. Through through Job, we don't have time to go there, but over in Job 19.25, Job 23, verse 10, and Job 13, verse 15. So no matter the trials of our faith that we are going through, that we are not to let go, not, uh, not, to, not to compromise, that we are to endure. And so let this be a challenge to us as as James has challenged these uh, believers, these, these Jewish believers who are going through very difficult physical times, is that we will endure as long as it takes to be that commitment to the Lord, that we won't allow sin to compromise us, we won't allow evil to overcome us, that we will endure as long as it takes. And during that time of endurance, we will continue to worship no matter what happens, and that we will continue to walk by faith no matter what may happen, no matter how big the storm clouds get, no matter who might tell us or if there's physical suffering involved. And that we will, and, and by doing all this, that we most importantly will continue to serve him, that we won't ever, ever quit. As Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, as many of us have memorized that from, from little people, I press toward the mark of the high calling of God, and the high calling in Christ Jesus. So let this truth be be of us as we strive wholly in following the Lord. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, once again, we just thank you for this time together, Lord, to be uh, encouraged, to be lifted up uh, by your word as as James here exhorted the people, Lord, to, to uh, look to the prophets, to look to those, Lord, who who have endured to count them as happy and as blessed. And as we face difficult times, Lord, that we know that that you are full of mercy and compassion on us. You are right here with us as we uh, stay the course and, to, and uh, uh, to finish strong, Lord. So I pray, Lord, that as we do go from day to day, as we face different struggles, Lord, within our flesh, with the world, or different evils, Lord, that might come upon us. The Lord, that we would just continue to endure, to be to be good soldiers for you. And we ask these things in your name we pray. Amen.